0: Hey, everybody. This is the Stuff I Heard podcast, and I'm your host, Josh Peek. And today, we're doing a podcast with a buddy of mine, uh, Danny McWilliams. Danny's been on the podcast before. <clears throat> we, um, we're we trying out this Zoom thing. I don't know who else out there is using Zoom, but um, I'm lucky enough to have a mixer board with a microphone and a laptop and headphones and all this stuff, and so is Danny. And he right now is... Uh, He's he's built a studio of sorts in his house, uh, kind of like I have, except that he's actually got. You can see in his video when he gets on here, um, some soundproofing that's on the wall. It's really cool looking, and it looks great. It really does look great. I'm doing just pre-roll Who are stuff. To? I'm just doing the intro pre-roll stuff.
1: What the hell? You starting yeah. without
0: me? Well, I did the hey, this is blah blah blah, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. So I know. Anywho, you're on episode 220. Yay! 220. I like it. Yeah, it's a nice round number. I really like the uh, soundproofing stuff that you've done on the wall.
1: I'm actually a huge fan of this stuff. So I picked up 24 square foot panels of this at one of those bargain bin places for a dollar. Wow. For all 24 of them. Wow. And so I was like, yoink, those are mine. And so I have them along this wall and in front of me. So when I actually do like vocal recording, I actually turn more into a corner so that it eats all that sound. It but looks cool too. I'm loving it. Yeah. And then I've just got, this is uh, just a normal like twill fabric, yep. but I have a layer of linen behind it and then more twill. So I've got a good sound dampener behind me.
0: Cool. Awesome yeah so so i missed you i missed seeing your face this whole quarantine thing has got us like separated you've been homebound and i've been homebound and i've been like i see you on facebook doing the things at night where you're reading bedtime stories and
1: i need to get back to doing that i've been slack about it
0: you're still doing your youtube videos i like the uh, shotgun scabbard thing that's pretty cool
1: yeah that one is part two is going up tomorrow yeah so um, that'll be interesting. I've got a bunch more projects. Ooh, I can show you something. Okay. <laughs> I like this. This is fun. Hmm. I don't know how you're gonna feel about it, but
0: <laughs> I saw you post this on Facebook. I was like, whoa.
1: So but- I just this and uh but it I'm looks actually, it looks like it'd I be need to get hot warm a little bit better it's actually not that bad uh it heats took pretty quickly especially I've got some batting cut that I put in here yeah uh, but yeah
0: it's it's uh it's very um road warrior ish
1: yeah i i decided to do a weird leather project
0: yeah There's i've some- been
1: trying to There's some
0: girl out there that's really into that kind of kink. And she's going to be like, Ooh, that's my guy right there. (laughs) Right? He has leatherworking skills. We must meet. (laughs) Yes. We'll make you like a subreddit (laughs) screen or something. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, I'm making dominatrix masks for the, for the quarantine.
1: (laughs) Ah. Just start pumping out gimp masks.
0: Yeah. I think it'd be a big hit. (laughs) Oh goodness yeah so this podcast uh i wanted to kind of get together and talk about what everybody's doing to keep themselves busy i know a lot of people have talked about they're working on fitness i think my brother mentioned that he's trying to learn how to play guitar um i got another friend of mine who's got the i guess the the remake of um final fantasy 7 that's on uh playstation he's yeah. been playing a lot of that um but what have you been doing to kind of keep from going crazy during this
1: corner other than building a studio in your house so i didn't i mean this the, the, so let's be honest about this um i don't know if you can see this this is held on by thumbtacks that's okay so this isn't um exactly like building a studio um
0: I'd like people to know that they can do it. That's that's one of the things I like. Is well, that's you, you tell people, look, you can do this yourself. Like, um, this is nothing absolutely. fancy. Absolutely, that's why yeah. I
1: found this stuff. Um, I have my desk here. I've got my, you know, the interface that I bought from you, the little board and the USB yeah. system. Um, and so this is actually my editing station as well. Um, but all in all, I have other than like equipment, when it comes to just like the sound stuff, um, I have about $8 into this sounds corner. Yeah. Um, cause this is actually the thing behind me is actually on a PVC frame. Oh. Um, and so it's literally just a straight bar with two 90 degrees that go down into T's that have the legs. Um, and then it's a linen curtain that I found for a dollar at a bargain bin place. It's a thick curtain. And then I just wrapped this gray twill around it that was a couple bucks at a thrift store because I wanted to have gray instead of white as my background because I like the look of it more. Um, you know, I've got a, an LED shop light up in front of me that I got for free because I did a game of bigger or better with a couple of friends of mine. Um, so I forged a small little leaf keychain out of steel and got that in exchange for it. Cool. Um, so it's one of those things where it's like, hey, people, like, understand that it's really easy to to get cool stuff if you're making something. Like you can make something that costs you next to nothing is just a little bit of effort. and you can get cool stuff in exchange, maybe stuff that you need, maybe stuff that you'll use in the future. I've had that light sitting around for over two years and haven't done anything with it. It looks good. It Because I you knew eventually I'm... I'd need yeah. it. So I've got that one up there, and then I've got another one there, another key light there and there. Um, so I have four lights on me right now, which usually when I'm in this corner, I have one more really beaming on me from this direction over here.
0: Right. Uh,
1: you'll see that if you tune in Saturday, at 8 o'clock, my new YouTube channel is going live for the second week in a row. We're doing a like a comedy thing, um, and it's really, really ridiculous. So I,
0: um, I have a light. I'll, I'm actually texting you right now. I have a ring light, yeah, one of those LED ring lights. You're telling me
1: about that LED ring light.
0: <clears throat> it's the only light I have in here, but it lights me so well. And then this, this sheet thing, this is just a sheet I got on the wall with thumbtacks. Um, yeah, I got this on, I think Instagram was, was advertising different kinds of backdrops that you could use. And I really like the Fibonacci sequence. I think that's beautiful looking. right And then when I put that light on it, it makes all of this stuff kind of pop. Like the color on it just goes, which is way Absolutely. better than the wall looked behind me. Cause the wall was just shitty looking.
1: <laughs> so one thing I would tell you lighting wise is I would get another one of those lights. Yeah and get them coming from two different angles.
0: Well, I've also got a lamp here that you you and I purchased and I'm very happy with it. I put it on a little table next Good. to me. Um, it looks really pretty. It's so Hell it's yeah. like, it's antique looking. I cleaned it up yes. all the all the dust and stuff cleaned off of it. The best part was it was what $6, $7. I
1: was like right, we you got that thing for a steal. Yeah. So I've been I've been actually messing with lights a good bit during quarantine and working on electrical. Um, I have two lighting rigs at my friend's house. They're doing thirty four hundred and fifty, three thousand four hundred and
0: fifty lumens
1: each rig. Mm-hmm. Um And it's just three bulbs in a sequence. I bought those like $10 bathroom fixture things, just mounted them on a piece to one by wired it in, put a switch on the back with a plug, and they work really well. Um, Those are pieces that I'm going to keep around for doing stuff more like this, where you don't have to light a big area. Yeah, Um, I've still got my big production lights that I use for bigger stuff, but this room that I'm working in is not big enough to justify using those giant production lights. Um, and just doing a little bit of, uh, a little bit of color correction on this video feed works wonders, you know, getting your white balance set properly, getting the saturation and all of that. Yeah. Your contrast. Um, it's actually looking pretty true to normal, um, which I like, um, I would like,
0: like, you haven't made a video yet, but I'd like a video of you going, so people have been telling me they like the way this looks. I'm going to show you that you can do it yourself. And here's what I did. And kind of just show a, like a real in-depth of, you know, this is, this is just this. And I use thumbtacks and this is the PVC and this is what I did. And I mean, it may help somebody out there, some kid out there who may be like, I want to try it, but I don't know what I'm doing. And if it's a how-to, you can show somebody how to do it on a shoestring budget. That was kind of the all the steps that I'm doing, like even building this stupid table that my laptop sits on, I built it just cause I wanted to
1: people go, Oh, I could do that. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Let me, uh, hell, let me take some notes on that. Um, so most of my bargain stuff, let's be honest. Um, it's, it's hard because my I shop differently than most people do. Yeah. I don't say, hey, I need to do this thing. Let me figure out how cheaply I can do it. I'm always on the lookout for things I might need eventually. Right, And so I bought this foam over six months before I put it up. Yeah, I just know that I know enough about audio and enough about audio production. And I do enough with that sort of stuff where I was like, Fuck it. Like, I'm going to buy this for a dollar and it's going to sit in the corner of my apartment and get in my way and frustrate me until I figure out where it goes. Yeah. Um, And a big part of that was actually moving my workroom around. I don't know if you've seen the setup I currently have in here.
0: No, I haven't been over Um, there since you had it um, with your shelving unit behind you. Right. I know Um, you just bought the lights the last time I was at your house. You
1: had those lights in the hallway. You were like,
0: I just got these lighting rigs. I'm so excited.
1: Yes. Cool. Um, Yeah. So, my next, I don't know, there's a whole bunch that I've been doing. Um, I built my new workbench, I just did it. Um, I realized, by the way, we're going to do another show and tell.
0: Okay. I can do show and tell all the time. I don't care.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm damn um, into it. If you do any amount of woodworking and you don't own one of these. Yeah, the Japanese saw. Get on it immediately. Yeah. You will thank me. So it's uh, awesome. It's got two different saws on here. So you're paying about 20 to 25 bucks for one of these at Lowe's. And you've got a crosscut and a rip saw blade. So you're basically getting two in one. And it cuts on the pull stroke instead of the push stroke. Mm-hmm. And so thus the blade can be a lot thinner. And so you've got, I measured this yesterday. This is about 0.5 mil or in Imperial, that would be about 328 of an inch. Uh, that's what the kerf on this cut is going to be. That's what your waist is. So um, it's way better than these big, like, you know, freaking- and if you're
0: budget minded, Harbor freight has the same saw for $7. Absolutely,
1: And when it comes to Harbor Freight stuff, buy that first. Um, yeah. I bought this because I knew that I wanted it. I've used them before. I wanted a good one for myself. Yeah. Um, but I'm a firm believer in buy your first tool at Harbor Freight if you don't yeah. have a lot of experience with it, especially if it's something like this without a lot of moving parts. They tend to work fine for most of it.
0: Well, even the ones um, with moving parts, they have they have quality grades now that are like – they're okay, right. they're better, they're best. Like the the hand grinder, you know, I've I've had different types of hand grinders before, and I'd bought their cheap one that was like, it's on sale for Absolutely. like 15 bucks. And I used it for a good solid year and completely wore it out. I mean, it died. And then when it was time to buy another one, instead of going the step up, I went to the third step, which is their Hercules division. And yes. And it's a powerhouse. I mean, it is a powerhouse. You get what you pay for. I mean... You know, but they at least acknowledge the fact of here's the three different brands we have, and they even label it in their advertisements: good, better, best.
1: Right. You know. And and I'm one of those people that like I would rather you buy that seven dollar tool and use the crap out of it and yep. make stuff and break it in six yep. months and have to go get a replacement. Yep. Then not buy the thirty dollar tool because you don't know if it's worth it.
0: Exactly. Like, and if you I promise, tool, if you buy
1: that seven dollar one and you start using it, you're gonna fall in love with it. Yep. And then in several months, if it does break, and it probably won't, but if it does, you're gonna want to go buy another and probably a better one. Yeah. Uh, those things are so super valuable. So I literally I took three kitchen cabinets. That two of them, my friend gave to me. One I found on Facebook Marketplace for like 20 bucks. And I just took some two by fours, cut them to length, and cut them down with that saw and just drilled and like pre drilled and screwed everything together, put a top on it. And I have a big standing workbench with a ton of storage now. And it actually freed up a lot of space in this room for me because I was able to reorganize and now I've got my sound corner and right over here, I've got my big standing workbench. So I've actually almost got two different production spaces in an 11 by 11 room. That's awesome. And so someday I need to go through this room and just kind of give everybody a tour and be like, look, this is what I do with this tiny space. Like you don't have an excuse not to be creating. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, so,
0: that's one of the things I hear all the time. Whenever I see somebody with a good idea, they go, I just don't have space. I'm like, really? You don't have space? I'm in a 10 by 10 room right. and I'm doing all this crap. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so what have you been doing otherwise to like keep yourself from going crazy? Have you
1: watched any Netflix or anything like that? So I... Um, let's see. I've been... I'm in one tabletop role-playing campaign and I'm GMing two others. Okay. Um, so I have three campaigns going right now. Um, I've been making and creating a lot. Um, I've been working, I'm working on writing a, a pilot episode for a TV show that I came up with the concept with that, like over a year ago. Um, And I got in touch with an old friend of mine. We've worked on some creative projects in the past and we haven't been good about being in touch over the last few years. And I was like, Hey dude, do you want to work on this with me? Because a, we both suck at keeping in touch and B this is a great excuse for us to actually like meet once a week over video chat and catch up and bullshit and just hang out and laugh and also maybe get some work done. Yeah. Um, so he and I have been working on that. Um, as you mentioned before, I, I was doing the bedtime stories every night. I'm going to get back on doing that. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to figure out what I'm going to start reading next. But every night at midnight on my Facebook, I've been going live and reading about 30 minutes of, of bedtime stories. Um, and then I've played a couple of video games and watched a couple movies. But mostly it's sit there and be depressed and scroll through Facebook. If I'm being completely honest with you, um, I've taken a lot of naps. A lot of naps. Um, so, I've been trying to be productive without forgetting to be kind to myself. Um, and that's I watched,
0: I watched a really helpful video on YouTube by a group called Think Media. They do a lot of YouTube tutorial stuff and a lot of stuff about Instagram and stuff like that and they did yeah. one about how to make your thumbnail image in your YouTube videos you know how people have the images where they have words on them and the mm-hmm. it looks like the lighting is just right and their face is just right and it's like how did you get how did you do that right so i found a video um, and i'll send you the link it's very helpful it actually uses instagram there's a thing on instagram where when you open instagram up you swipe to the right and it shows your face. Like you're going to do an Instagram stories. Then you swipe up and you can see your picture. And and when you see pictures, you can select the picture that you want. And then you can use your thumbs and actually just rotate the thing around. So you hold it sideways. You rotate the thing around like you want it. And then you, there's a thing where you can hit the the text. You can type what you want and you can move the text. You can resize it, rejoin it. It is really neat. I was like, Ooh, that's really awesome. I I like that. that. Yeah. It's so helpful. I was like, Yeah. Yeah. I was like, everybody needs to know how to do this. This is so easy, but I didn't know how to do it. What's the name of it? Like it's one of their more recent ones. Let's see if I can find it real quickly. I don't know if I can, but maybe, um, I've been watching a bunch of star Wars stuff on Disney plus the animated series stuff. And I am really impressed with how they've done the animated series. Um, they uh they have a series on there called Rebels, which is pretty good. Um, it's actually really good. Uh, the timeline on it is supposedly after the, um, the was it the, the Empire Strikes Back, um, and it's before the new series. Then they have oh, yeah. one. They have one about the Clone Wars, which I watch. and I guess it's current. They're putting out one episode per week. Um, they said that season seven is going to be their last season, which I'm current on, and I just okay. watched episode ten. Each season seems to go about twenty-two episodes or something like that. So, in it, they've got a, a character called Ahsoka Tano, which is like pa-
1: uh, I love Ahsoka. A,
0: she's supposed to be a Padawan to uh, uh, Anakin Skywalker. Well, she gets kicked out of the Jedi Order. Spoiler alert: she gets kicked out of the yeah. Out that the was Jedi a order. terrible.
1: Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because they think that she's trying to bomb the, the, the place and turns out right. she was framed and she doesn't want to go back. She's like, I don't, I, I don't like, this is all like timeline with the movies. Mm.
1: And- Have you read the oh, book? No. Ahsoka? No, but holy crap, that's, it is so good. That's like one of the things I want to get my hands on is that is a copy of that book. Because I read the, uh, the new Thrawn book by Timothy Zahn and it's phenomenal. And so well, uh, the
0: the um, the one that I just saw recently was the one where um, she had a, like a, a really hard battle. It was a two part two part episode, like number nine and number ten of season seven, where she mm-hmm. battled Darth Maul, and yep. it was so beautifully done. It looked better than a movie. I mean, yeah, she's the, she's a dual lightsaber is this, wielder. Is this Rebels that you're talking about? No, this is Clone, Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Okay. Rebels was great, but. I mean, Rebels. I, I I think Rebels is probably the best animated series they've done. Um, matter of fact, the storyline and the characters are so fresh and so unique, and the way they end that series is so awesome. I don't know if you've seen it, but holy crap!
1: I've uh, I've seen a lot. I've seen about halfway through Clone Wars, yeah. and I love it. And I started rewatching the Clone Wars when I first subscribed to Disney Plus. But they literally were for some reason my account was only showing eight episodes in every season. And so I was like, ah, screw this. Um, and now it's like rectified itself, huh. but I need to go back and watch it. I've well, just Well, I can been, tell you
0: that there are episodes that that are that are worth skipping.
1: Right. I <laughs> there's a lot of like filler in Clone Wars, especially the early seasons.
0: Yeah, well, there's um, an underwater. Like three or four episodes that are awful. They're just awful.
1: You yeah, there's the whole
0: thing. It has nothing to do with the story. It's just filler. And and there's a lot of that. The action is dumb. The story is dumb. It has nothing to do with anything. It's just like, why put this in here? I mean, really, right.
1: none of these there's, characters there's ever come back. There's a lot of that. But I will say, like one of my favorite things about Clone Wars is is how much it's willing to do that, how much it's willing to take yeah. a deep look at storylines that don't matter. Because um, that's actually one of my biggest gripes with Star Wars as a whole right now. Um, other than the Mandalorian and the animated stuff, the only storyline that's mattered, or end Rogue One, but the only storyline that's mattered is the Skywalker Saga, and like I was, I was sick of the Skywalker saga a long time ago. Like, yeah, like, fuck that. Put out a a series about about you know in the time of the Knights of the Old Republic. Put out a series about the video game Knights of the Old Republic, which is yeah one of the best Star Wars games, one of the best RPGs ever created. Um, you know, go th- go to a completely different period in well, time,
0: and a lot of people. Said that they didn't care for the Han
1: Solo movie, which I thought was a great movie. Um, I thought it was fun, but again, it's still about those same characters.
0: Yeah, but it's it's tying in a lot of the storylines that you kind of know. Plus, it's, it even give hints to the fact that Darth Maul is alive when you're when he supposedly has gotten killed it, by. Obi-Wan. Well, they tied
1: in a lot from from Clone oh. Wars and Rebels. Yeah, which I very much respect that. Um, and you, you get know, to see
0: why the Millennium Falcon is so important. Yep. Why is such a big deal? Why it's so special? I mean, you get to yeah. see the the dynamic of Landel Calrissian and mm-hmm. why him and Han are are friends, but also scoundrels. They're to each other. frenemies.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, like they have a mutual respect and hatred. Right. Um, and like I I don't disagree. I thought the solo movie was great. I love it. It's it's a heist film done in Star Wars. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I thought Rogue One was amazing. Yeah, Rogue One is one of my favorite Star Wars films of all time. Um, it's hard I have to
0: explain Rogue One to people who don't understand what they watched in the first original movies. Right. But I'm like, you, you've heard the speech where the, the senator is saying, "This came at great cost." This is the cost. This movie is the cost. Right. This is a um, movie about loss. This is a movie about them finding oh, out yeah. the
1: secrets. Yeah, of how the movie to is the Death Star. You know. Yeah, the movie is all about loss. Um, yeah. I have since recanted. I have taken a step back from my previous position, and I now agree that The Last Jedi is arguably one of the worst movies ever released. Um, Really? That, that film is god-awful. When I saw it in theaters, I didn't think it was that terrible, and I just rewatched through... Everything uh, within the last few months, I just rewatched through all of the Star Wars movies that you can get on Disney Plus. So that's everything except for Rise of of the Skywalker, Mm. and uh, and yeah, Last Jedi is absolute garbage. Just as a movie, it's which one was Last
0: Jedi? Is that the very last movie?
1: That's the that's the one right before Rise of the Skywalker.
0: Okay, okay,
1: okay. That's what it's called, Rise of the Skywalker.
0: Uh, I don't. What's the most recent what the one?
1: Last called? one's called. I think it is
0: the Rise Fuck. of Skywalker. Maybe, yeah. Rise of Skywalker. It's supposed to come out know. May fourth.
1: May the fourth. Be with you. May the no fourth. That's right. Yeah, the fourth is. Yeah. It is Rise of Skywalker. Um.
0: Yeah, I I saw that at the theater. I went in and. um I accidentally bought the ticket in 3D. I was just gonna buy the next ticket available and it was like a 3D matinee. But I was so happy that I did once I started watching it. Because most 3Ds really disappoint me. But I was really impressed with the way they use 3D in this movie, not only in the fight scenes with when you're in outer space with the ships going around and, and action happening in all directions, but right. when when the force is used and the lightning Becomes, a th- I'm like, because oh, it was everywhere. I mean, it was all encompassing. They oh, yeah. took, they spent a lot of time making that look gorgeous in 3D. And so I was just, I was blown back in my chair.
1: I didn't see it in 3D. I hate 3D.
0: <laughs>
1: it's just, it's something like it's always given me that edge of nausea. Yeah. And to me, it's to me, it's always been a gimmick. Like it's always yeah. something that detracts. Like I don't go to a movie for the visuals. Like the visuals are secondary for me. I go for plot and character development and story arc. I give you, two, and, I give
0: you two examples where visuals And I know are really I sound cool. like an
1: arrogant son of a bitch right now for saying all of these things. And I'm not trying to belittle anybody that goes to movies for visuals. We're all different creatures. It's just not something that is my cuppa.
0: Okay. So, so avatar,
1: you avatar 3d. Wait, which one? The one with the blue people? Yeah. Okay, because if you were talking about Avatar yeah. The Last Airbender, no, no, the no, movie, no, no. No, I was no, going to no. reach through this screen and slap no. you.
0: Avatar The Blue People is only good in 3D. I've watched it 2D. It's not a good movie. In 3D, the, no, it's, no, no, no. it's
1: so beautiful. It's better than the movie. Here's the thing. the The movie isn't good. At that point, you're saying the special effects are good. (laughs) The story's garbage. I like the story. I think the story's garbage. I I think that it's been told so many times before and so many better ways.
0: I like the story because it also lends into the idea of what happens when we dream.
1: Is our dream reality or is this reality? I don't disagree with that. I think that's a fascinating concept. I wish they'd actually leaned into some of those more existential questions instead of basically just remaking Pocahontas with blue people.
0: Right. Well, they kind of did that in Inception. In Inception, there is that comment of, you don't know if this is reality or if that's reality. And I thought that was really well done.
1: I never saw Inception. What? I don't do things. (sighs) Josh, you know this about me. I'm literally, I'm like, sequestered in my little maker space. Okay. So you have I homework. Just, you need to find the movie Inception no, and watch
0: Inception. I'm not watching it. And I'm then not call it. me. Fuck you're you. going to be like, Oh no, my God. Or
1: watch it with me. That way I can
0: geek out with you. <laughs> Cause you're going to want to high I'd, five somebody
1: during it. <laughs> honestly, I would probably love the flick, but I'm not like, I don't know what it is, but movies don't really like get me as much as they used to. Um, I don't well, love my brother, and I talked about them. the fact
0: that money is spent more in series now than movies. And series tend to get you more than movies because they give you more depth, they give you more story, there's series? more plot development. A series can kind of take you in and you say, Here's,
1: yeah, like, I mean, I don't disagree anything. with that, but I also don't get into series, like, I don't watch much television or movies when I'm watching something. Honestly, nine times out of ten, it's like Family Guy or something like that or South Park and it's on in the background while I'm like doing this really monotonous bookbinding or leather work just to kind of keep my brain from going crazy. Um, To sit down and relax, most of the stuff I'm watching is like Taskmaster or 8 out of 10 Cats Does Countdown or Would I Lie to You? um, Which are all like comedy panel shows. So I don't I am a weird nut, Josh, and you know that. Like, well, I, have a I am theory. not your typical person.
0: I have a theory, and you
1: answer me okay. if, if I'm right
0: Let's on this. Let's hear your theory. There, my youngest boy, Jacob, was into writing a lot. And when he wrote, he wrote really extremely fascinating stories that were out-of-this-world sci-fi. And it was, I mean, reading it was like, it was like reading Harry Potter the first time, but on a different level. And I was like, what, what kind of brain is this? And he would write like this whenever he was on restriction from television, he would just sit in his room with a, with a notepad and just go to town. And he wrote this, the incredible stories. And whenever he was off restriction, he would just watch stuff. And I heard a guy one time say that in order to be a creator, you can't create and consume. You have to either Mm -hmm. create or consume. You can't do both. It's really hard to do both because if you do both, one of them's going to lack and maybe you're on that path of I got to create, I feel inspired. I want to do this. Yeah. I'll have this on his background. So it's not just super quiet, but
1: Mm -hmm. I'm into creating and this is what I'm going to do. And like the more that I, so I've, I've actually looked at that issue a lot over the last year um, and have come to the same conclusion that I'm, I'm more of a, a creator or a maker than a consumer. Um, and the other thing that I do is, Josh, I spend a lot of time on YouTube um, sourcing inspiration for different projects. I'm I'm that person that's like, hey, I want to be, I want to learn something new. I want to be inspired. I watch a ton of stuff on YouTube about how to do a, a lot of different processes that I don't even use, just because like maybe looking at this process from this different angle will help me look at this process that I'm actually working on from a different angle. Um, and so my brain is a lot more made of like nuts and bolts than like a lot of, a lot of the time I'm willing to really admit to myself. And so all these stories and stuff are just too, for me, it it, it also kicks in a lot of my social anxiety. Um, yeah. Like I know shows are built on conflict and they're built on, on you know like lies and manipulation and all of this stuff and i hate it i hate watching that stuff i hate like game of thrones man like brilliantly made television excellently written fuck that i hate it like it, it it makes me so uncomfortable and it it hurts to watch that stuff which sounds like super ridiculous but that's who i am as a person and over the last few years, I've tried to become better at admitting that to myself and not trying to force myself to be someone I'm not and just say like, you know what, like this isn't what I like. This isn't something that like edifies me or brings me comfort. So I don't have to be okay with it. Um, I'm I'm fine. Okay. with, With
0: it. Yeah. There's comedy shows out there that really like to harp on making people feel really uncomfortable about them doing something really stupid. And I'm like, I don't, I don't like that type of comedy. Like, there's a, there's a certain genre of comedy where they just get as awkward as they can get, and I'm like,
1: that's the what's this isn't the, for me. Impractical Jokers, I, I yeah, I, I can I can't I hate it. watch it. Have you ever seen Taskmaster? No. Okay, you should go on YouTube and search for Taskmaster Series One Episode One and just watch it. Okay, because that show isn't about purposely making things awkward. It's about like. You'll you'll love it. Like I promise you, Josh. You'll you'll watch that first episode and be like, Holy crap, this is awesome. Um it's just a ton of fun, and it's a really well done comedy show, and it's hilarious. Um, you'll see comedians on there that you absolutely recognize because I know that you're big into the comedy world.
0: Oh yeah. Um, most well, just, of them are from the UK. Just so today it might I watched your uh, horizons. There's a show called uh First We Feast, where This guy, Sean Evans, has a show called Hot Ones, where they eat progressively hotter wings. I've seen Hot Ones multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. So he just did one, um, I guess, a couple of weeks ago with Burt Kreischer, where Burt's been on there like three times. I think this is his third time. And, you know, he's a much bigger star now than before. He wasn't the first comedian to do the show. I think he said that uh, on the episode, he says that Chris D'Elia was the first one to do the show. Chris Chris D'Elia was the one that was like, dude, you got to watch this show. It's so great. And then Bert was like a huge fan. He talked about it on the podcast. He reached out to them. They had him on. Um, I think he did either one or two episodes with um, Tom Segura as well, where they had like a face-off where they were trying to like outdo each other with how hot they could eat the wings. Oh, yeah. So this one is him doing it at home in the man cave because they're Zoom, kind of like you and I are Zooming right now. Yeah, They were sitting there with each other and they had wings in front of them that they'd cooked and then uh, Sean had sent him the the series of of sauces, and he goes, We're gonna go down the line and we're gonna do them progressively hotter. So Bert's doing them at his house, and he gets to see he's like dousing it on there, and like, especially like the first couple he goes to put it on there, and it, it shoots out way too much hot sauce, and he's like, Oh, it just got everywhere. And he's like, Look at it. He's like
1: dripping off the thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm not okay with that much hot sauce. Now, not okay is, with that.
0: That is a socially awkward situation, but I can find I I don't know. There's a humility in it that that I that I kind of feel is familiar because I go that would totally be me. That would be me going. Yeah, I want to have fun with you. I want to do this thing. Let's eat hot wings. Screw it. Why not? And then as you go, you, you get like seven or eight into it, and you're like, oh, I've made a mistake. This is too hot.
1: <laughs> right. I'm not gonna do it. Like I, no. I will never. I will never go on hot ones. I would do because- it. I mean, I would probably do it, but I I would do it because I'm a fan so of the much. show. I'm
0: a fan I'm of, a the, fan show of and, the show. And I think and it would be fun. Brilliant.
1: But I don't think anybody is prepared to see me get that just absolutely irate on camera. Like, I would yeah. get so mad and, like, genuinely so mad at myself for doing it.
0: It's funny when you see like different celebrities do it and see the reactions. Oh, yeah. Some of them can take it with no problem, and some of them literally like when honestly, get to, one like, of my favorite five, episodes like, is I'm Gordon out.
1: Ramsay. Like yeah. Gordon Ramsay's episode was hilarious. Like half of the time he's just sitting there calling him a fucking donkey. <laughs> and like he's so mad. And you can tell he's so mad and he's kind of trying to keep it together. <laughs> like, kind of trying to not be a complete dick. Yeah, but he's livid and like there's a couple of points where he's like, I don't know why. Why the fuck am I doing this? Like, why am I like, who the fuck are you? Like, why do I care about this? Like, (laughs) you could see him just genuinely getting irate. There was a good
0: one with uh, Margot Robbie where she was promoting that uh, Birds of Prey movie. And yeah. she did it. She did. Okay. But it, even she was just, you know, the whole way she was like, why am I doing this? This is ridiculous. I'm promoting a movie. Just watch the movie. I don't care. <sighs> you know? And then towards the end, oh, yeah. one of her, uh, I guess the other girls from the movie were in the studio watching her do it. And they were like, do you guys want to do the last one just to see what it's like? And they were like, okay. And they all get on there and they're like, Oh my God, <laughs> they're all rushing off camera. Cause it's so hot. Right. It's ridiculous. <laughs> It's sort of the thing of, you know, if you've got friends and you're like, you know, Oh, this really tastes bad. Here,
1: you taste it. And you see one of your friends taste it and you go, right.
0: Oh, this is awful. You're like, I I mean know, right? I made
1: some of my friends eat durian fruit a few months ago. So what is durian fruit? <sighs> um, it's, so it's this weird fruit. Everybody kind of has a different experience with it. It's, it's a fruit where like you either love it or you absolutely hate it. Um, like half of the time when people eat it they're like, "Oh yeah, this is good." And the other half of the time people eat it and just immediately throw up or start gagging. Ew. Um like it's this very extreme flavor profile. Um I've it smells like a weird mixture of like super old feet and soured <laughs> chicken and rotting flesh.
0: Boy, that sounds um, advertising. <laughs>
1: like it's it's horrible i'm here to tell you it's god-awful like i've seen friends throw up eating it that i've i've seen do some very questionable things like these are dudes i used to drink with and like we would do really ridiculous shit like you know shotgun beers while holding our breath with a lung full of you know fucking bong hit and hit durian it with food. a couple of shots and then, you know what i mean like we've done extreme ridiculous stuff and just watching these dudes like get it in their mouth and immediately projectile vomit yeah and you're like oh no no yeah um, yeah, yeah, horrible stuff
0: i got a buddy of mine that's really into Burbins. i'm gonna ship you
1: some durian i'm gonna so not, that you can
0: i'm gonna not try it. that I'm going to give yeah. it to
1: other people. Uh, you can try it on camera. No. No, you try it on camera just nope. so that you can show people what you do, and nope. then you can give it to other people. No,
0: that's a no. I'm going to have to hard pass on that. Oh. You now, wouldn't. I have a friend that's really into bourbons, and I told him that he, he should probably do a version of Hot Ones with bourbons with guys that he drinks with. I'm like, you know, because he always talks about, you know, trying different types of bourbons, and I go, you could just try progressively, like, different flavors of bourbons and he goes, so I'm getting drunk with them on camera. And I went, I mean, it could be fun. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> what you do is, is you start with something like benchmark and then you just move and you alternate them between like a normal bourbon. That's just higher proof mm-hmm. and a weird flavored bourbon. So it's like benchmark. And then you do, you know, the, uh, the peanut butter bur- whiskey and then you do like wild Turkey and then you do the banana-flavored bourbon, and then you do Wild Turkey 101 and just yeah. get people shitty, like Liddy. Yeah,
0: litty. So. yeah. I, I pitched it to him. He thought it was going to be a terrible idea, and he's like, I think I'm going to hard pass on that. And I was like, okay, well,
1: whatever. That's dumb. <laughs> you should absolutely do that. Yeah. Well, hey, like, man, a friend I'm, of mine
0: really wants a monkey, and I told him that was a terrible idea. He should
1: totally no, do it. that's a horrible idea. <laughs> um, I want an opossum. Like, I want to pet a opossum. Uh, that's probably doable right now. That won't happen for a long time for me.
0: Probably get one a lot cheaper than a tiger cub. Yeah,
1: I could. Um, yeah, yeah. now I got to get the workshop up and going first before I do that. So, yeah. Yay. But I am starting to run short on time. Okay. So anything else we want to do before we wrap it?
0: Well, I kind of wanted to ask you about aliens. we saw the, uh, the government has released videos (laughs) of aliens (laughs) Uh, Flying around and nobody seems to care. Nobody's like, "Oh my God, there's aliens." They released
1: videos of unidentified flying objects,
0: right? Like this is the first time the government has been like, "Here we go. We're just gonna tell you guys." This is a
1: not the first time that the government's been like, "Yeah, this thing we told all of you you were crazy for thinking for years, it's true. It's not the first time." Um, I think that is it a distraction. I th- no, it isn't because it, it's not working. I mean, they picked the perfect time <laughs> to do it because everybody's like, yeah, cool, aliens, but what about this pandemic? Yeah. Uh, and I I don't know, man. Like, I think that it's it's foolhardy to believe that in a universe this big, that we are the only intelligent life. Agreed. I think that it's also the epitome of hubris to believe that other intelligent life would want to seek us out. Like we're, we're like, we're not important. Um, you know, I think that if there was something that was like, what you really want to look at is how long it takes. So everybody's saying like, we've been broadcasting stuff to the universe for however long, like things are going to start showing up. Like, yeah, we've been the radio's been invented for how long, you know, like yeah. satellite communication, how long? Um look at how long it takes that stuff to travel to even the nearest galaxy.
0: Yeah, sound waves I th- I think Neil deGrasse Tyson talked about it on his last Joe Rogan podcast. It says it t- takes like you know, it would take over 100 years for it to reach even Pluto. Right. And he's like, so the sound messages that we first send in outer space it's probably just now getting outside of our universe, our known universe. Not even, even not no, universe, our, solar our system, galaxy, just our galaxy. If it would take a hundred years to get to universe, Pluto. Universe, galaxy, Pluto. Am I thinking in the right terms? I'm not thinking in the No,
1: terms. If it would our take a hundred years to get
0: outside there we of go, our solar, solar system. system. Yeah. There that we go. the right
1: word. Yeah. And yeah. so that's like what it is to me. Um, anyways, UFOs. Um, I don't know. I'm going to take the same stance on UFOs that I take on religion and on a lot of things is I'm not going to be arrogant enough to claim that I have an answer. Um, I will be openly skeptical about everything, um, but I will also be willing to readjust my opinions and change my mind based on incoming facts Yeah, this is what I think people should just do with their lives. Yeah. You know, I, I'm i not going to tell you how to live your life. I'm not going to tell you whether or not to believe that aliens are a thing that exists. You're more than welcome to do whatever you want to do. Me, just because we have a couple of things that have been in our atmosphere that we can't explain, doesn't necessitate that it's intelligent life from another place. Um, it could be a family on vacation. You never know. I mean, it could be governments testing some really shady shit. It could be aliens. It could be any number of things. But the fact is, is does it affect my life here and now? No. So I'm not going to spend too much time worrying about it. I'm going to spend time focusing on things that I can do to try to make my community better and to love the people around me more. Amen. I like and it. that's like my stance on like everything. It. Fuck it.
0: All right. So um, I want to talk about your YouTube.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: I have a YouTube channel
1: there. We talked about it. I want Um, people to go check it out. So I have a YouTube channel stuff. I kind of care about, and it's me doing a lot less cursing and a lot more like, Hey, this is how I do this thing. Um, and this was a really stupid way to do it. So you should probably not do it that way. Um, there's a lot of that on there. There's a little bit of, Hey, I actually got it right. Um, and mostly, it's just me being ridiculous uh, and and making whatever weird shit that I want to make. Yep. Um, I'm super excited about where it's going and what it's doing. I just hit the 230 subscriber mark, which I'm really excited about. Cool. Um, I'm almost a quarter of the way to a thousand subscribers, which is a really weird thing for me to be able to say. And. I'd love to get some subscribers. Um, I don't want subscribers for the sake of subscribers, though. Like, I want people that are actually interested in the channel because that's always way more fun. I like engaging with my viewers. I just had, holy shit, um, I'm going to tell you this really quick because it's awesome. I had a high school kid message me on Instagram the other day because he wanted to talk about a custom lightsaber that he's like a lightsaber hilt that he's trying to get built. Oh, cool. And I'm like super excited about it because while I can't do the work, I have a buddy who's a machinist who I'm probably going to get to do the work. Um, and so I'm like really excited because I love engaging with viewers and like this. I don't know this kid. He doesn't live around here. He literally found me because of my YouTube channel. Um, and that's cool. a fun feeling. And I'm excited about it. And this is kind of a first for me. Awesome. So I'm like, yay, I have a fan. Awesome. It's awesome. And like, <laughs> thank you. And I love you to everybody that I know in real life that watches the channel, but it, it almost means more when it's somebody that has no reason to, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like, yeah. When nobody's invested like in your personal life and then out of the blue, they're like, really dig the content. You're like, really?
1: <laughs> right. And that's like what I'm saying. Like I always, and I know it's my, my, my personal, like emotional and mental issues where I'm always like, man, they're just being nice and, and caring about the YouTube channel because they care about me. Like the content isn't really that great. I know that's all my hangups. Um, well, not all, some of it's probably true, but a lot of it's my hang hangups. Um, but it's, it's something else when somebody that has no agenda that has no reason to say these things other than honestly feeling them says something that's really cool.
0: Well, I think so, that it's all of the people that we know that, that we lean on each other and mm-hmm. it takes all of us to build the tapestry, which is our life. And without yeah. those people, what, what's the point of all this? Like, like I if know. it's not for the fact that we're all intertwined with each other and we all enrich each other's lives in some way, that's what makes our lives even better. You know,
1: that's, I mean, that's the point I was making earlier with the whole aliens and religion yeah. and politics thing is like, I don't actually give a fuck. Like I don't really care because ninety nine percent of it doesn't affect my life and the life of the people that I love. Like, should we all be more invested in local politics? Yes. Like, should we be more invested in electing our representatives to the to the Senate and to Congress and all of that? Is that the stuff that really makes a difference? Yeah, it does. The presidential election isn't as big of a deal as everybody says it is, um, but to a certain extent especially with the president. Like I don't care if you like them or don't like them. We put too much focus on them. That's yeah. energy that I can be using to better my community to, to work and pursue my passions and my dreams instead of just sitting around and being like, Oh, like I hate Obama or oh, I hate Trump or whatever. Your particular brand of presidential hatred is. Yeah. Um, why? Like why wallow in misery? Try to do something to build up your community
0: there's a book I read a long time ago called good to great. And it says in there, it has this thing called the hedgehog method. And the hedgehog Mm -hmm. method is basically work on the one thing that you do well and make it exceptional. Yeah. And it is true that you're only as strong as your weakest link and you do need to work on your weak links. But if you have one thing that you do well, that's going to be your calling card. That's going to be the thing you're known for. That's going to be the thing that anchors you. Oh yeah. And there's a lot of truth to that. There's nothing that's saying that you can't go out and learn something new, but you got to self-identify yourself and go, this is what I'm really good at. I'm going to stick to the things I can really do well and see if I can help other people with what I know. And that's where this comes in. That's where podcasts and social media and YouTube Mm -hmm. and all that crap comes in is where we can show other people who maybe have a question and they don't know. Maybe they just need a little bit of encouragement. And it's that that moment where you can go, hey, if I figured it out, you can figure it out. I'm not that smart.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) absolutely yeah well i think we can leave it on that note i gotta run but All right. i love the fuck out of you appreciate it brother i love you too can't Thank wait till things time. get back to normal so we can hang out i know i'm missing it we're gonna do more thrift store adventures
0: i want to show you some crap i've been doing around here
1: i know i want to show you crap i've been doing i want to see your her crap <laughs> <laughs> i know i can't wait i i'm gonna i'm gonna f- fucking kiss every one of my friends straight on the mouth when this <laughs> quarantine's over
0: i kind of want to get a um a Legos star Wars thing and and build it just to just have playtime with Danny. Yeah. I'll build
1: Legos with anybody at any time. We could zoom. We could zoom build Legos. Couldn't we? I dude, I can't afford Legos right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a fucking bartender and I haven't worked in a month and a half. All right. We'll figure something out. All right. Later, babe. Appreciate it. Hey,
0: everybody. Thank you for uh, subscribing and tuning in. And please check out Danny's channel on YouTube. Uh, and by all means, skew the cow.